Bonjour. Thank you for listening to the Diamond Podcast. The podcast that shares stories to inspire you to become what you really meant to be. This first season was recorded in late 2019, beginning of 2020, while I was nomadic. Each guest has a particular way of shining and thriving. Their life stories are diverse. And, at that point in time, they share their journey, what they have been through, their failure and their meaningful encounters. I wish for you to receive their stories as a great example, that there isn't one rule to achieving success and happiness. Accept, embrace who you are. If you want to find more about my guests or more about yourself, visit my website, crystalvigo.com. Enjoy! Because it's nature. It's one of those quiet spots in the middle of the Botanic Gardens. And I thought if we're recording, the less traffic, the better. Yeah. And to have no traffic sound in Singapore is actually quite challenging. True. Yeah. It's nice. Do you come often here? No, different places. So I also like East Coast Park because it's alongside the sea. I've never been there yet. Yeah, because it's good, uh, it's, it's good but there's no MRT station yet. So <laughs> Less convenient. Less convenient. But you always see the sea, but you know, a bit hazy nowadays. So yes, uh, it's better now. Huh? Yeah, since uh, today is good. Uh, today is nice. Yeah. Cool, nice. But you know, UNESCO World Heritage Site. What, what more do you want? No people. Wow. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Wild animal. That is very hard in <laughs> I'm Singapore. I'm kidding. We are still that in Singapore. <laughs> yes. But no, it's nice. I like it. It's an easy spot here. Yeah. When I have an hour, I just yeah. come come over here, exactly. relax, walk, and it's nice. Yeah. Except on Sunday. Except on Sunday, yes. Families and, uh, and yeah. nannies. And um, yeah, oh, I cool. once saw a big hornbill bird here. Yeah. Very nice. I hope we can uh, register here, Re record him today. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. So I propose you to slow down a bit. Okay. Because we are 30, 40 minutes of uh, walking discussion. Okay. And it's better to slow down All right. because we will sweat. Yep. So if you don't mind. I don't mind. Cool. Thank you. Yep. So thank you, Abel, for your time. Oh, well, thank you for having me. And uh, and your enthusiasm mm. to join the the podcast I'm preparing and we are doing today. And so we will go straight to the point. Who are you? Who am I? My name is Abel van Staveren. I have a Dutch passport, but that doesn't mean very much. Um, I have a location-independent portfolio career. So that kind of defines me professionally nowadays. Mm -hmm. So that means I have multiple income streams from work and I organize it that I can work from anywhere. And maybe relevant to the topic of today, That allows me to kind of, you know, live a life of discovery and uh, learn more about myself. Is it what that wakes you up every morning? Discovery or portfolio career? Um, or maybe both? 
Yeah, I mean, a career is a means to an end, right? Yep. Uh, it's not an end in itself. So, you know, you, you need to eat and, uh, and pay rent. But organizing it in this way uh, allows me to do what I want, where I want, and most importantly, yeah, where I want. Okay, for you, the where is more important than the how and the what. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel, you know, if you have the ability to travel, you, you live life It feels like you're living life at a faster pace compared to being in one place. I mean intensively? Yeah. Okay, so you are looking for intense experience. Yeah, yeah. Not, not that I'm living life fast or intensively, but just be by, by being able to go uh, to different places, spend time in different places, uh, I feel I'm doing more compared to being only in one place. More, more fulfilled? Yeah. Fulfilling life? Yeah. Fulfilling days? And And, and what, uh, yeah, what I just mentioned, this, this journey of discovery. So discovering more about yourself and about the world. Uh, when you come back after, after, after traveling, come back home, mm. wherever that may be, uh, you have changed. Okay. And how, what, was, uh, what triggers you to switch to this kind of uh, lifestyle? Because it's, it's beyond career, as you say, it's lifestyle. Yeah. Do you remember when it did happen or... What was the key word, the key encounters? In the, I don't know. What was the, the key point, the turning point of your choice, of your life? Um, well, that, that's, that's quite a, um, yeah, a personal experience my wife and I had uh, about 16 years ago. My, uh, my father-in-law passed away and he was only 58. Wow. And he had all these plans for his retirement right. that he never got to do. And he had a great career. He was a doctor and worked very hard but we said then and there that you know that's not going to happen to us we don't know how long we're going to have on this planet but we'd better you know just uh how do you say it uh, just just yeah we are extreme risk averse we're both accountants <laughs> so we said let's let's front load our retirement to, to some degree and get those things we want to do in retirement out of the way first It's funny that you say you are risk adverse while you are clearly living uh, a freedom, freedom-driven portfolio career. That it's sure it's it's a risk risk adverse because you are building a portfolio, so it's not a one-stream uh, income. So clearly, you spread the risk as a, as a financial uh, assessment management. Exactly. I mean, I you know I would go even further. Um, I would say having a portfolio career is uh, less risky to the only two alternatives I can think of. One alternative being uh, being an employee on one salary. Mm. You know, in, in finance we call that concentration risk. Or the other extreme, where you're an entrepreneur. Well, don't need to explain that. Invest all your money, your yeah. friend's money, your family's money. And your time. Uh, and your time. And there's only a two in eight chance that you'll uh, succeed. So, in fact, it's a less risky yeah. position you find so far. That's yeah. That's the least risky. Less risky. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So so I think that's where we ended up. We looked at both those extremes and we said oh, there must be a middle path. Yeah. Combined. And uh, yeah. So so even if if half our income streams fall away, you still have the other half. Yeah. So you sleep well. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. And every morning, how do you structure your day? Every uh, day is different. It depends. Uh, yeah. How do you how do you decide what you're gonna do today? It's, it's largely driven 
uh, with uh, kind of what you've taken on in terms of projects and, and, and ongoing things. So uh, if I have to explain, so I have three main income streams. Uh, one, I run a private equity fund of funds. That's around a day and a half a week. It's not fixed days. It's kind sure. of, you know, managing the inbox mm. throughout the week. Mm. I have some um, uh, non-executive board positions. And basically it's then the, the board cycle of the board meetings that mm. kind of dictate uh, where you need to be or where okay. you need to be on the phone. And then I do coaching and teaching. So whenever that's up and the rest. So and then in total, that should be around maximum uh, four days a week. Okay. Uh, so then, yeah, that gives me more time. And what do you, how do you allocate say, the three other days? The three other days? Yes. How do you allocate, or uh, maybe through the, your days, or what do you allocate to? Oh, I'm actually quite lazy uh, as a person. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so actually, uh, I do a lot of lazy things. I like reading. We are on the wrong way. Oh, we're on, the, on a different road. Yep. And uh, yeah, just taking easy uh, and then spending time with friends and family. That's uh, that's a priority. And how does your family uh, consider you as a lazy or as a super busy man? Um, or maybe both. Yeah, it looks busy on the outside. Busy to be lazy? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah so some days feel busy, but but um, I do feel I have control of my time. Okay. And uh, and. That's, uh, yeah, that is very important to me and, and makes me quite relaxed. And because some, some projects kind of end and stuff, I can over time decide, oh, do I want to take on more or do I want to take on less? Hmm. And uh, yeah, and that, that allows us to, to then also plan our traveling. So um, what we've done, for instance, well, every four or five years we try and do um, uh, a complete lifestyle redesign because we want to live a number of lives in the one life that mm -hmm. is given to us. Play cats. Yeah, yeah. We'll, so we'll have nine lives, hopefully, in our... Uh, uh, and that requires some adjustment, uh, again, to the portfolio career. Uh, but, but that is, yeah, that is leading. So for the next four years, mm -hmm. we've just made a, a change. Cool. We plan to divide up the years uh, into four bits of three months each, mm -hmm. and then spend three months in one place because we, we've done the whole nomadic thing but then you're spending half your time on logistics yep it's very tiring um but just stay put in one place and um and explore that it's funny because i made exactly the same decision a week ago ah, see great minds think alike yep yeah so so but also what we re realized also from our previous experience we we're learning all the time what mm. works and what doesn't work for us to adjust uh yeah Uh, we say, okay, we also want to circle back to some places that, that, that are basis for us. Yeah. And especially, you know, uh, to spend time with friends and family. Sure, connection with people. That uh, is yeah. what it's all about. Mm. And uh, so in the summer three months, we'll probably be in Europe, focusing primarily on that. And we just got back from three months in Europe last, last week. And in the winter, we'll probably be here in Southeast Asia, because that's more where our professional network mm. is. Uh, business time, the business yeah. period as well. And then in between, the, the kind of the, the spring and the autumn, uh, we'll go to places where we've never been before. That's our... New exploration Yeah, site. new exploration. So half of, your, half of your year, of your mm. time in basis, on yep. basis, either yep. in Asia or in Europe. Yeah. 
and uh, the six months to explore new places. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And what is the intent in the exploration beyond the exploration, excitement and, uh, and curiosity? You, are you looking for a third place, a third home base or no. I don't know, no, no. no expectation, no particular no. expectation? No, but we, we, we do both like learning stuff. Okay. So, so there has to be an element of learning in it. Um, so actually this winter, uh, we're, we're not coming back to Singapore for the winter, we're actually going to spend the winter in South Africa. Uh, First so, time? Um, well, we've been there before. We've been there for about once before for a month. And we said, wow, this is a great place. We need to spend more time here. Okay, so you get back. So we're going to head back. We just booked an Airbnb for three months in, uh, in Stellenbosch. And uh, the learning element there is uh, we're going to um, try and improve our golf handicap. Okay. That's Goals are very important. Yes. Yes. So, so if you're busy and traveling around, you don't have time. You can't improve. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you need consistency in the learning. Yes. Yes. And it's very embarrassing. A couple of weeks ago, I played with my mom. She's 74. <laughs> you, and you she always beats me. Ah. You don't have to say it, huh? Well, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm very proud of my mom, of course, but uh, but it's a bit, uh, yeah. To be fair, she plays twice a week. But okay, so you want to beat her at least that, once. That's, yes. It's uh, a one in fact, the, go the goal is not the handicap. The no. goal is to beat your mom. Exactly. Be fair, be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, and, and, and yeah, <laughs> that is absolutely true. And and she's, um, she's coming uh, to visit. Uh, in February in South Africa. Okay, so, so you, have your, you have your deadline. I have my deadline. I've got two months. <laughs> intense, <laughs> intense exercise. Yeah. Intense training in intense, golf. Yes. And uh, if if I don't do it by then, well, then then obviously uh, I'm I'm not. You give up I'll on give, golf forever. I'll, I'll give up on golf forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that learning element is important. So we also have in, in on the list. Um, uh, uh, to, to, to go to South America, we've never been. Okay. And the idea is maybe to first uh, do a couple of months of intense Spanish okay. lessons. To be ready. Uh, to be yeah, Latin America ready. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but to go there and then immerse yourself yeah. in one of these Spanish mm. training things. Okay. Uh, yeah, again, the learning. To learn enough Spanish that we can kind of uh, move around. Yeah, be autonomous. Yeah. Okay, I meet people easily. Yeah. yeah. Great. So yeah. I hear that there is a lot of curiosity, mm. li lifelong learning, fun, I would say, flexibility, of course. But what is your, I would say, current state of mind? You say relaxed. Is it the good word or there is something else about your, yes, normal state of mind? Yeah, I, I think what, what has changed, you know, earlier in your career, you're ambitious, you want to achieve. I know, career progression and and you're now at a stage are you talking about the rat race the rat race yeah <laughs> but, but but it's something that that we kind of i know when i was young you, you didn't know there was an alternative to that yeah nobody nobody no, tell you no yeah. nobody tell you you know yeah, i remember my 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 dad saying yes if you work hard enough you will always and you will be, be happy you will be rewarded and you will be happy yep the uh, only way to be happy yeah. now recent research suggests that you don't have to be successful to be happy. The research says, yes, there's high correlation, but the causation is the other way around. Yep. You need to be happy, happy to, to be, be successful. successful. True. Thank you for saying. Yeah. So, uh, so now, yeah, I don't feel that pressure anymore. So that, that's why I think the word relaxed comes to mind. Okay. Yeah. And what is a bad day for you if you do have some sometimes? 
Um, a bad day for me is uh, too much to do and not enough time to do it properly okay. to the level, you know. Of your expectation. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. How do you do for to tackle that? Um, again, uh, you know, a lazy option. I look very carefully at the list and decide, <laughs> you know, what can be moved to tomorrow. <laughs> procrastination. Uh, yes, procrastination. Oh, ah. look at this guy. Wow, beautiful uh, chameleon. Yeah. Amazing. So. Fantastic. Let's go, go ahead. It's fantastic huh, to see yeah. such animal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, no, uh, don't, don't uh, do today what you can put off till tomorrow. <laughs> And what would be, I, I love this procrastination celebration. Yeah. Uh, what is the best imperfection of your life? Best. I think I already mentioned it, laziness. Laziness? Yeah. It's your favorite, uh, not weakness, but imperfection? Yeah. You cultivate it? Yeah, well, that's not hard. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the beauty of laziness. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need to cultivate it. Yeah. It's self-cultivation. Yes. You know, what, uh, what they say, um, what they say, if, if, you, if you want to get something done efficiently, ask a lazy person. <laughs> no, it, the other way to, we can say it's high efficiency. Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, my, my grandfather used to say, okay, you have, in life you have to be lazy, but in a smart way. Yeah. But it, was, it used to always be a source of stress for me. Because What, to be lazy? Well, I was lazy and very ambitious. That's not ah, a that's not it's a con contradictory sometimes. That's, that's not sounds sounds contradictory. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's lousy. Because when you when you when you are ambitious and you think, oh, if only if I did a bit more effort, that would have I would have I would have aced that, but you know, couldn't be asked. So how did you do that? You you below your ambition or you find the secret recipe to satisfy both? No, I just I just uh, learned to accept myself. Okay, how do you... I guess it's that, well, that also... Was, it's that was less work than, <laughs> than being less lazy. Just let it go. Yeah, just, you know, and that's I think what a lot of people... We are our, our own harshest critic, right? Yeah. 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 Be nice to yourself. True. You have to be it's your tough. own. It's tough. Because, you know, if, if you're not nice to yourself, who will be? No, no one. True. No. And so, as a man, is there any uh, hurdles, specific hurdles that you had to go through? As you said, I think you have a lot of pressure as a man because you have to be successful, you have to, to provide for, for the family, to show like, you know, a social image. Is it something that you felt in the past or mm. that was something specific you have to go through to say, no, it is the social rules, but I don't want to... To surrender to this rule. Well, that, that, I think I think that's uh, <laughs> you answer your own question. It's it's you put a, all this pressure on yourself because when you're young, you know, you you feel you have to conform. Yeah. And you are constantly keeping score. And look, all my friends from university, oh, they're already buying a house. Mm. Oh no. Competing. Yeah. On scoring. Yeah. Scorecard. Yeah. Not smart. Yeah. It's you know. Uh, So, so, and once you, you let that go, uh, you don't put that pressure on yourself, I think. Okay. Yeah. And I guess through your um, life, on both personal and professional life, you encounter some, some what people would say, uh, would name uh, failures? Ah, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, again, reframing. Uh, I, I had a lot of failures, but, 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 but now I don't have failures anymore. 
What is the failure that helps you the most? The most? Ooh, I have to think about that one. Take um, your time. So, so I said it's about reframing. So, so uh, failures and mistakes. Yeah. So you have either successes or failures and mistakes. Well, nowadays I no longer have failures and mistakes. I just have successes mm. and learning experiences. Okay. It's different. Yes, true. It's another way to look at the, Again, the situation of, and the, the realities and, as you perceive it. And, and being nice to yourself. Yeah. You know, show me someone that, that never makes mistakes. I'll show you someone, that same someone that doesn't take any risk. Oh, tell me the one which one the most difficult to accept and to, to go over it. Yeah, we I think all that have some yeah. failure and even if we, we say it's a failure or it's a learning, some are more difficult to learn and to yeah. accept and to go over. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah may, maybe it doesn't sound like a big deal and I was still very young. Uh, I had to do military service. I still had to do that in, in the Netherlands. And, uh, and I was uh, selected to do kind of um, some uh, extreme training to get me into a certain area of the military which has uh, very high prestige and, okay. and all that. And, you know, up to that point in my life, everything I did worked, right? Oh. So, so... The first one is sometimes the toughest one. Yeah, so it, it, you look at that and you say, oh, you spoiled brat. But it was the first time, basically, my body gave up on me. I got injured and, and, and couldn't continue the training, right? Okay, you push your limits, your physical uh, limits. Yeah, so I finally knew there was one. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, before that, I thought, well, I'm, I'm Superman. <laughs> so... We all are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and so so you have to hit the wall a couple of times to know where the limit is, and then accept. Oh, uh, oh, hang on a minute! I'm human after all. Yeah, and and that that took a long time to get over that. Okay, and do you still look for hitting the wall? No, no, no. Anymore? No. You no. know? You do you think you find your boundaries physically, mentally? Uh, you are still pushing a bit a by bit. exploring. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I still push a bit, but 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 at the same time, I'm nice to myself. Okay, so meaning that you you, you are gently pushing your yeah. limits. So so for instance, I got an opportunity to teach something, uh, a university course. Yeah. And and uh, I'm an introvert by nature, and uh, that scares the hell out of me. And I know the evening before I will not sleep even though I'm well prepared and when I'm standing there it's I'm not going to enjoy it but at the same time I know when I've done it I'll be pretty happy with myself okay. so it's it's going out there and, okay. and 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 pushing your limits a bit but in a in a in a in a way that is uh, manageable, and manageable and still enjoyable globally yeah, yeah. okay and yeah. is there so it sounds like you you know quite well yourself, your self-awareness is high, you are still in a curiosity and, and life-learning uh, journey physically with your travels and exploring uh, new opportunities in business, in, through mentoring, through teaching and so on. Uh, having having <coughs> safe adventures. Yeah, safety is important. Physical, yeah. physical and financially yeah. safe yeah. adventure. Yeah. Is there um, a field or a, a domain that you would like to push a bit more yourself or really to explore which is totally new for you? Ooh, totally new? Not. Um, Something so you always dreamed of well, and never dare so far, but maybe not opportunities so far? Or is there something out there that's 
Ah, it's always in in a, in place in your mind. Yeah. So so uh, as I mentioned, we we do these lifestyle experiments, for lack of a better word, and sometimes they don't go well. And then instead of saying, "Oh well, that wasn't that wasn't it." We should try again, and often the second time we do it, with our learning from the first time, okay. it works. So I'll give you an example. So my wife and I, our passion is sailing. Right. And as one of our lifestyle experiments, we worked and lived on a boat for four years. Uh, but after four years, we stopped because it wasn't giving us the satisfaction we expected. Okay. And the reason why, so we evaluate this, and the reason why was we were working and trying to sail at the same time. Okay. And the effect of that was always on holiday and never on holiday. Mm. Yes, we were on the outside. It looked like we were living the dream. We were on a boat. We were living on our boat. Uh, but really what happened is I would take on projects. And when my project was finished, I said, right, let's go sailing. My wife would have a project and then we'd have to kind of stay put and do her project. And when she finished, I had a project. It was tough practically to, to set it up yeah so 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 we said ah and then we asked ourselves okay was 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 the sailing dream wrong or was our execution wrong hmm. and we concluded well probably our execution was wrong so what we want to do is we want to try it again um, and now we make it part of our four times three months okay so we'll do our time in Europe, you know, it's, it's handy to have what we call a floating caravan. <laughs> and we can live on our boat, move it around, see people. It's visiting people. Yeah. Okay. And also we will reduce our, our workloads okay. significantly. Okay. Uh, and then we try again and, and see if it try. works. Okay. So not something new. And again, the, the, I, I'm 47 now. And uh, yeah, I kind of think we, we know what we like and what we don't like. Yeah, it's good. So, so we don't have to... So about, about two years ago, we did our paddy diving license. Mm -hmm. We really enjoyed that. Uh, so that's something, whilst we're here in Southeast Asia, we might do more of. But uh, yeah, no, no nothing, uh, nothing scary and adventurous. Uh. For some, it's scary. For some, it's not. Yeah. It's not judgmental. It's yeah. Everybody has his own uh, yeah, for me, challenge and, yeah. and so on. So. Yeah. Yeah. So your, your wife is working, is it for you particular career and this nomadic lifestyle, in, even if it's not everyday change in, in your life, hmm. how is it, is it the, also another secret recipe to manage dual career couple, do you think so, can help? Yes, yes, I, I see a lot of people struggle with that. Um, I think uh, my wife and I, we have a couple of advantages. Uh, the first one is that we met when we were quite young and when we didn't know anything. So we met... We you learned together. Yeah, we, we met in the second year of university, when we okay. were 19, 20 years old. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, well. And, See, and congratulations. Almost 30 years together. Yeah. Congratulations. It's an achievement. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it works. So, so we've kind of grown up and formed together. Okay. What, what I see a lot of my friends that meet later in life, mm. It's much more of an adjust adjustment mm. because you each have your own life. Yep. Much harder. And then what we always said was in our careers, I mean, we've had this portfolio career for the last nine, ten years now. Um, before that, we had corporate careers, but uh, we kind of, who took, who followed who, that, how it worked out that way, I don't know, but it, we took turns. Okay. 
So after university, I got the opportunity to, to do a traineeship in London and uh, she followed me and found a job in London. And then after London, she got the first opportunity to come to Singapore. So then it was her turn, I followed her. After five years in Singapore, I got the opportunity to work in Zurich, Switzerland. She followed me again. Okay. And uh, yeah, and so, so back and forth. Okay, quite fair, sounds fair, and flexibility. Yeah. Okay, and so what do you want to, to transmit to the students you are mentoring, teaching, coaching, and, and, the, and the people, the partner you are working with, and your family and relatives? What, beyond that, living your life, yeah. and I would, I would say your lives, lives because yeah. you are living different lives yeah. successfully and uh, one after one. Yeah. What, what do you want to, to let, as I don't know, not an example, not a testimony, but what's the, the idea to, of sharing and uh, transmitting? What I think I would like to get across is that don't, again, sorry to use the financial term, but I'm an accountant, <laughs> don't misprice your time. So it's, it's a thing, we're all going to die. Uh, we don't know when. Mm, question mark. Question mark. Um, but um, we wait for the We'll wait for the, yeah. the, the garden guys to come past. Yep. Um, um, Yeah, so, so uh, when, when I was doing my, uh, my MBA, uh, we were in a finance class and um, can I still remember the, the guy, he was explaining the, the time value of money, mm -hmm. you know, this concept yeah. that... NPV. Yeah, the concept that uh, a dollar today is worth more than a dollar in a year's time. Cost of capital. Yes, you know, and uh, so the time value of money. And then the classmate sitting next to me, He turned around to me and he said, I don't get it. So I thought, you know, he didn't get the concept and he was asking me to explain. So I said, no, what I just said. He said, no, 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 no. He said, um, I think it's the other way around. Said, what do you mean? He said, I think it should be the money value of time, not the time value of money. Uh, and that, that was 11 years ago and I still remember it. And he's so right. We are exchanging our time for money. Mm. And we uh, should do this reverse. We should realize that money, you'll end up with uh, more than you need, mm. um, but time doesn't come back. It's only one way. It's only one way. So, so pricing your time, and as you get older, this other financial concept, the opportunity cost of time <laughs> goes up. up. Dramatically. Yes. So I think that's, that's what I would like to get across. And I hear people say, ah, oh, I'll do that when I get older, or I'll do that when I retire. Yes, but when? <laughs> exactly. When do you get older? When do you consider yourself as older? Yeah, and also, I think we get brainwashed. First of all, death is scary, so we don't want to think about it. So we put that away. It's yeah. not nice to think about. No, we don't like to face it. Second, you know, all these advertisements about retirement plans and things like that. You see these 85-year-olds cycling through the forest on their bikes. With no hiddenness, no uh, health issues. Ah, and I will tell you, well, it's a fact, more than half of the listeners to this podcast will not achieve that level of fitness when they're 85. 
Right. Sorry, guys, but it's the reality. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's fact. So so we're we're being, I think we're being tricked into thinking. No, oh, no, I've got plenty of time. Yeah. Well, you don't know. Better to front load mm. those experiences, and and you kind of heard when you're young, you have time, energy, yep. but no money. Yep. Now we're middle aged. We have money, energy, but no time. Less and less. And when we're old, we have money, time, but no energy. True. This sucks. Yes. So you need, really need to hack your life to try and do all those things you want to do. When you can. When you can. For and the you, three criterions. And then, you, yeah. and then you've got that in the pocket. And yeah, if you grow to a fit, healthy age of 90, well, well done. But at least you've got this covered, basically. That's what I would, long answer, what I would like to get across. It's good, but so do you figure yourself retired? No, no, so retirement is a, is a, is a, bad, is a bad term. I think once you consider yourself retired, you really start to die. You need to remain active. Um, uh, retirement was actually invented, I think, by Kaiser Wilhelm of Germany in 1880. Uh, the concept before mm -hmm. it didn't exist and um, yeah no you have to stay active you have to do work but it doesn't have to be paid work sure so you know if you if if you there are a lot of studies about these people that live in these so-called blue zones yeah on earth yeah where they become extremely old like Okinawa mm. Sicily mm. and until recently we thought it had all to do with diet and exercise yes it's important yeah it's a part of it's a part of but it was all about being active part of the community uh, and connection the connection mm. and yeah being uh, not sitting at home mm. doing nothing so so that's uh, I think you have to stay active and curious and engaged with with the wider community somehow so in some words through all your travels are you looking for your own blue zone Um, yeah, so, so what, what, the, what the Japanese call ikigai. Mm. Ikigai, yeah. yeah. Ikigai, that's right. Yeah, so, so no, I, I mean, And physically as well. Are you looking for your, it's, I your blue for area, your blue spot in the, in, in the physical place on Earth? I don't think it's a physical place. Okay, it's a, you think it's a state of mind? Yeah, so, so no, well, so, so ikigai, you know, if you, if, you Google the, um, if you Google the Venn diagram that describes it, mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's three circles, that, uh, four circles that intersect. Finding something to do that you love, mm. that the world needs, that you're good at, and that generates some cash. Yep. Those four. That doesn't have to be in a particular place. However, and that's, this is some, sometimes where we struggle, um, the best predictor of happiness is the strength of your social connections. Okay. This is the, the longest longitudinal mm. study ever, mm. done by Harvard. In Harvard, yeah. I read yeah. that. And it's over all sections of society. They said that's the best predictor of happiness, of happiness and also long-term health. Okay. The strength of your social connections. And this is something where my wife and I often discuss, because when you're living a nomadic life... Mm. It's tough to maintain connections. Maintain, establish... And build new ones. And yeah. build new ones. Mm. If you're, so, so that is something... To be honest, we haven't figured out yet. Okay, okay. And so, for you, what is your definition of your happiness? Uh, for me, my definition of happiness is being able to do what I want, when I want, 
where I want. That's great. And how how your day brings you joy? It's it's uh, th that freedom basically. Okay, so it's totally for you joy and happiness. Yeah. Upon these terms. Yeah. Are similar. Yeah. Equal. You know, so sometimes. I can get up in the morning and I've got a whole list of stuff to do and then I, again my inherent laziness says do I really have to do that? Tell you what, I won't. Somehow there's nothing better than having a lie-in on a Monday morning. You know, for it's, it's conditioning of course, but 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 having a staying in bed until 10 o'clock on Monday feels much better than on a Saturday for some reason. Oh, and for Sunday, it's for sure. Yeah, yeah I think everybody knows that, yeah. and everybody is desperate yeah. to so. be bold enough to live that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Great. Thank you. Do you have anything else to add to our discussion? Um, well, you know, uh, about. So we're, we're. It's basically, you know, everyone is on this journey of self-discovery. Mm. And I think I, I, my wife and I, we kind of organize it this way. Um, but, but, you know, at the same time, you know, it's impossible to discover yourself. No. No? I think it's, it's uh, because we are changing ourselves. Yeah. So we have to reinvent and we want to reinvent ourselves. And it's, so it's a never ending process. Exactly. But, but true self remains invisible. We only have a perception yes, of it. Of it, and we give a piece of it to everyone we are connected with. Yes. Oh, well, again, you could say it the other way around. We are the product of the five people we yeah. interact with most. Yes. So, so that's uh, that's another way to look at. It. But but you know, uh, I remember seeing this square, uh, and if you divide this square into four quartiles. Mm or you know as they say in business school a two by two matrix because that's <laughs> that's kind of the level of abstraction we can just about handle right uh, two by two matrix and then the, the the top left corner is your true self yeah but that's invisible mm. the top right corner is your perception of yourself mm -hmm. the bottom left corner is how other people see you mm -hmm. their perception of you and the bottom right corner is your perception of how other people see you. That's fun. That's nice. Yeah. And you hope that there is overlap. Some of. You hope. You hope yeah. that how you see yourself and how other people see you and how you think other people see mm. you is kind of the same. Mm. Uh, but there's no way of knowing. As you get older, you get maybe some more uh, self-perception. And then by, by doing that, hopefully you are touching a bit of your true self. So okay. that, that, that that invisible square uh, becomes a bit more... Uh, Accurate? Yeah, well, visible. Visible, okay. And at the same time, exactly what you said, it's changing all the time. Mm. So it's, 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 tricky. Li it's literally a moving target. So, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> How do you feel, Abel, now? Oh, great. Good, nice walk. Uh, nice walk, it's nice, you know, another shit day in the tropics. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Abel. You're very welcome, very enjoyable. Very nice. Thank thanks you so much. Thanks for having me on. Beep. 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 Beep.